Good afternoon and welcome to the 49ers Camelot Show. I'm excited to have you here, excited to talk some 49ers quarterback stuff uh, based on things that uh, John Lynch has said, Kyle Shanahan said, and then something that Albert Breer recently said. So I want to jump right in that. But before I do, make sure that you are following the 49ers Camelot show. Make sure that you're uh, subscribed and so that you you know everything that's going on. And we'd appreciate it if you'd give us a, a rating, a review, all of that stuff, wherever you watch or listen, you can find us there. So just make sure that you're following us so that you don't miss out. I have some great interviews coming up. Evan Sowards later uh, this uh, this week, and so and then next week uh, supposed to have uh, uh, some some other guests that I'm not quite uh, ready to say who it is because I'm waiting on some confirmations. But um, well, Jordan Elliott is one of them, uh, but uh, I'm waiting on another one, so I don't want to uh, I don't want to throw that one out before I know it. So so got some great guests coming up, and I'm excited to have you. Uh, right here, listening, watching, ready to talk 49ers. So let's jump right in. So Albert Breer, you know him. He covers the NFL. And recently he said something. Uh, this was based on, I think, what Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch said last week at the annual NFL meetings. So here's what he said. And we're going to kind of break this down and, and come in and out of it. So he said, one takeaway from the meeting for me was that the Niners really believe in Brock Purdy. He said, I'm not going to sit here and say that they think they have a Brady-type story with last year's seventh-round pick, but I do believe the 49ers brass thinks Purdy's capable of giving them the highest level of quarterback play that they've had since Kyle Shanahan arrived in 2017. Now, I want to stop there. Because that's not saying much, okay? That uh, that Brock Purdy is the highest level quarterback play that the 49ers have had since Kyle Shanahan came in 2017 is not uh, necessarily a ringing endorsement. Now, he's right. Brock, Pur Brock Purdy played at a really high level, better than any Shanahan quarterback has played with the 49ers. But... I mean, he's had Brian Hoyer, he's had C.J. Beathard, he's had Nick Mullins, who can only throw the ball like 10 yards. He's had Jimmy Garoppolo, who I think is his most successful quarterback. And I, I like Jimmy. I, I, I think he's a great guy and, and a leader, and I think that he did great things for the 49ers, so I'm not going to rip him. But he he certainly you know wasn't quite what the 49ers needed as far as getting over that hump. I mean, he came close to winning the Super Bowl, but he didn't quite. And then Trey Lance, who uh, has played, what, how many quarters has he played? He's played in less than four games. And so I think I have that right. So he played half of the Seattle game in 2021. He played the full Arizona game, the full Houston game, the full Chicago game. So that's three and a half quarters. And then he only played like two drives um, against Seattle in 2022. So yeah, less than four total games. And so you can't really throw Trey Lance into, hey, he's he's great or he's not great because we haven't seen enough to know. So let's get back to Albert Breer. So I, I just wanted to interrupt that because it wasn't exactly, you know, to say 
uh, that uh, Brock Purdy's the best quarterback Kyle Shanahan has had since he's been with the 49ers is not saying much, but nevertheless, let's get back. Here's what he said. That doesn't mean he's there yet. He's speaking, of course, of Brock Purdy. But that, but that they're hanging his name first on the depth chart and are willing to do it, even with his medical situation, is very indicative of where they stand. And with what's ahead, it makes sense for them to just allow for the situation with, with the other two quarterbacks in-house, Trey Lance and Sam Darnold, to play out. Now, that's a big statement, and, and I don't disagree with him, because here's what he's saying that the 49ers, so far, what they're saying, Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, is that Brock Purdy is the guy, and they're saying it even though they don't even know if he'll ever throw the ball again. Now, he's going to. He's going to be fine in all likelihood, but there's no guarantee, and there's no guarantee of when he's coming back. So the fact that they're hanging their hats on Brock Purdy, who... Who's who had this this elbow surgery, a, a very serious surgery for an NFL quarterback? Big deal, and, and and the fact that this is a big deal, and that they're still hanging their hats on uh, on the Brock Purdy peg, says a lot about what they think of Trey Lance. Now, I've asked if I'm reading too much in this, I even, I had Matt Barrels on the show and I asked him, am I reading too much into this? And he said, yes, but in all due respect to Matt, I just don't know if I'm reading too much into it or not because the 49ers have had a chance. They've had multiple chances to back Trey Lance and they just still haven't done it. So the question is, and the reason that I titled this podcast do the 49ers believe in Trey Lance is because I think that this is what it all comes down to. The fact that Brock Purdy, yes, he he showed what he can do and he deserves a shot at, at being QB1 if he was healthy. But the fact that he's not healthy and yet they still seem to be thinking he's the guy makes me just think that the 49ers don't believe in Trey Lance anymore. Or maybe they're due and they're just trying to snow us all. I, I don't know. But so here's here's the reason that I question if the 49ers believe in Trey Lance. I, I've got four things. First is Kyle Shanahan's play calling. So Kyle Shanahan calls plays differently for Trey Lance than he does for Jimmy Garoppolo or Brock Purdy. Think about the fact that he just doesn't seem quite ready to trust Trey Lance to throw the ball. Now, Kyle Shanahan did something similar with Jimmy Garoppolo in the 2019 NFC Championship game. Remember that when Raheem Mostert ran all over the Packers and Garoppolo barely threw the ball? But I don't know if that was that he didn't believe in Garoppolo as much as running the ball really worked. I think that they saw something in the Packers uh, on, on film that they thought, hey, we can run the ball against these guys and we can run it successfully. And I think that that's what they went with. And it worked so well that they just stuck with it and they didn't have to throw the ball very much. But it, and, and, I mean, Kyle's let Trey throw the ball some, but he's run him a lot more. Listen to this. Trey ran the ball. Trey Lance ran the ball Seven times in his only half against Seattle in 2021, his rookie season, he ran the ball 16 times against Arizona. That's a ton. 
He ran it eight times against Houston. He ran it 13 times against Chicago. Now, I know the weather was really bad, and so it's harder to throw the ball in, in those kind of conditions. And then he ran the ball three times against Seattle. In his, He only had two drives of that game. In fact, he didn't finish the two games or the two drives. So in the times that Trey Lance has played, remember I said that he's played less than three and a quarter, three and three quarters games. So he's played less than four games, right? And so he's run the ball 47 times in his limited amount of playing time, 47 times Trey Lance has run the ball. Last season in 2022, Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy ran the ball a combined 39 times. So they ran that, and that was for 15 games. So in 15 games, Jimmy and Brock ran the ball 39 times. In less than four games, Trey Lance has run the ball 47 times. So you can see that it's a different mindset with Trey Lance. Maybe Kyle is calling the plays differently because he doesn't yet believe in Trey Lance. I do a, uh, a 49ers web zone. We do a mailbag fairly often. And, and so I'm usually the one that, that answers the questions. And somebody asked, why doesn't Kyle call the same plays for Trey Lance? And this was, I don't know, a couple of months ago, I'd say. And I answered it. Hey, obviously he doesn't believe in Trey Lance. He doesn't trust him as, uh, enough to let him throw the ball. And so that, uh, that, that's a huge thing. So do the 49ers believe in Trey Lance? Well, the first reason uh, that they might not is that Kyle Shanahan calls plays differently. He's running Trey a lot, 47 times in less than 10 games. That's over four times, or that's over 10 times per game. So the second is media leaks. So last year, last offseason, there were all these rumors about how the 49ers were doubting Trey Lance and they didn't like what they were seeing. Um, and, and all of this stuff. And so I, I just, to me, here's, here's the thing. Like, I remember the arm fatigue thing, there was all this stuff and I was doubting these things. I was like, no way these, cause it was mo mostly coming from national media. And I was like, there's no way because the 49ers don't leak. And so they're not getting this stuff from the 49ers, but now we're starting to hear things that that are leading us to believe that those things we were hearing a year ago actually were happening. And I'm probably not all of them, but but we found out that the arm fatigue was a real thing. Now it wasn't anything to be concerned about, but it definitely was something. You know, there was something to it. And so, whether it's you know a, a former 49ers quarterback coach, uh, won't mention his name, but uh, one that. Uh, evidently wasn't crazy about Trey Lance. Maybe he was the one that was leaking these things. I don't know, but uh, but that definitely seems to be um, uh, a possibility. What's going on, Romello? Great to have you on here. Uh, great to see you. Love this guy. He's he's always commenting on on my stuff here. So so good to have you on, bud. So uh, then my third thing on why the 49ers don't seem to believe in Trey Lance is questionable support. So again, I mentioned this earlier that Shanahan and Lynch have had plenty of opportunities to back Trey Lance and to not, you know, if you want to say that Brock Purdy is QB one when he's healthy, 
then at least endorse Trey Lance and say, hey, he's clearly the number two, and and who knows, maybe he can win that that QB one job. You know, I to me that's what I expected um, at the combine, and I expected last week to hear that kind of stuff. And instead, we've heard things like when John Lynch, John Lynch said that that Brock Purdy has shown himself. Uh, he's, he took the opportunity and ran with it. And we're just going to have to see if we can get, uh, opportunities for, uh, for Trey Lance. Now it's like, what, uh, I mean, what do we have to do? Your, your main quarter of Brock Purdy is your guy. He's going to be out for a while Th- Those are the reps that Trey Lance needs to get. And so we just haven't seen the, um, the love and the support from, uh, from, uh, the, the, the front office and, and the coaching staff that I would like to see. So, so the show's really good. All you do is speak the truth and people can't understand. Did you watch the JTO Sullivan video? No, I didn't. I, I haven't seen it, but I have heard about it. I heard uh, uh, Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker talking about it. I just, uh, just on my way home a little bit ago was listening to their podcast and they were talking about it. I guess, JT O'Sullivan did a video where he he was kind of like a, a pseudo Kyle Shanahan where like he's dressed up like Shanahan and it's like a split screen where he's talking to himself, I guess. And so I guess he was really putting some blame on Shanahan with some of the quarterback injuries and, and things like that. And so JT O'Sullivan. I remember when he was the 49ers quarterback in what was that 2008 when they had Mike Martz as the offensive coordinator and JT O'Sullivan was, it was funny. It was feast or famine because he would throw the ball over the, all over the field. They'd put up big yards they'd score, but then he'd turn the ball over left and right. And so he, he was kind of a mess for the 49ers, but it, it, with his channel that he has and the videos that he like, he really does a great job breaking down quarterbacks. So, uh, so yeah, go check out um, that JT O'Sullivan video. I'm, I'm going to watch that cause I want to see what it looks like and see all, all that he said. Cause I, all I did was hear from, uh, uh, from Eric Crocker and, and Brian Peacock about it. So, so, all right. So do the 49ers believe in Trey Lance play calling tells me they don't. Media leaks tell me they don't. Questionable support tells me that they don't. And then the fourth thing is Sam Darnold. The fact that they would bring in Sam Darnold, at first I thought he's just he's just QB3. Now I was a little surprised because I thought, I think that he's going to try to get a starting job somewhere or he's going to try to at least be a backup. But the fact that he was willing to come be QB3 for the 49ers made me think, after I started like taking a step back and thinking about it, I started thinking somebody has said something to him. And I don't know what it would be if, if it's like, Hey, Shanahan doesn't believe in Trey Lance or what it is, you know, to, to make him think, Hey, you have a shot at being QB two. And if Brock Purdy doesn't come back in time, you have a chance to be QB one on a team that might win the Super Bowl next season. I mean, that, that would probably be a compelling case to argue for anyone. And so that kind of made me think maybe this Sam Darnold thing make, you know, maybe there's something to this. And then last week, Kyle comes out 
and says that Sam Darnold and Trey Lance are going to split first team reps. Why? I mean, that that's what Trey Lance needs more than anything. He needs reps. And so now he's going to split them with Sam Darnold. I just don't think that there's any reason to have them split reps unless you think Trey might not beat out Darnold. If that's the case, then man, that, that is an issue. And if Trey Lance truly can't beat out Sam Darnold, then, then yeah, I, I, I'm not buying into the he's a bust thing, but if if he can't beat out Sam Darnold, then then I might start thinking that. I know a lot of people are really into Sam Darnold. I'm not going to be the the one who says, "Hey, this guy's just there's no way he's going to be any good," uh, because who knows what Kyle Shanahan can do with him. But I'm also not going to be the guy to say, "Hey, look at these highlight throws," because um, yeah, he has some highlight throws, but he has some low light throws as well. So here's the reason. Let me give you, I gave you four reasons why the 49ers may not believe in Trey Lance still. Let me give you reasons to still believe in Trey Lance. The reasons that you should still believe in him. First is that he has a really high ceiling. Even George Kittle talked about it last week that Trey has a really high ceiling. He has great talent. Now, I will say that he needs to be more accurate his accuracy is the only thing that concerns me. I'm not concerned about him from an intelligence standpoint or breaking down film or learning things or seeing things quick enough. I'm not worried about any of that. I'm worried about his accuracy. And if he improves on that, then I think that he's going to be a star in the NFL. Now, Originally, I was super excited because I, I thought, all right, a mobile quarterback like like we had when uh, when the 49ers had Colin Kaepernick. You know, Kaepernick was such a threat, and so I was excited about that. I originally wanted Justin Fields, but you know, mainly because of that. But uh, Trey is not quite the runner that that I thought he was going to be. He's not as fast as I thought. He can't get around the edge quite like I hoped he can. Uh, he still can make some plays with his legs, no doubt about that. But the huge ceiling, that's one reason to believe in Trey Lance. The second reason to believe in Trey Lance is Kyle Shanahan. If Kyle Shanahan can make Nick Mullins look decent, Nick Mullins, who I think is, is a good guy, but he's just not a good quarterback. And if Kyle Shanahan can make him look good, then he can do some great things with Trey Lance. So, I, I would expect if, if Trey gets healthy, if he gets to play an extended amount of time, and I'm talking regular season games in Kyle Shanahan's system, I think that he would develop into a really good quarterback. Um, also, what we've seen so far. So a lot of people like to jump on Trey Lance, uh, you know, uh, negatively and say, hey, he's been terrible so far. He's a bust. But I mean, really, like he hasn't been that bad. He's been better than Jimmy Garoppolo's been at times. I mean, if you take that Chicago game in, in the rain, so the downpour, horrible field. I mean, the field looked so bad late in that game that the the lines were even gone. What I, I think I remember seeing on the telecast, they were like drawing the lines on there. It was just such a horrible field and horrible conditions. And if you look at his stats from that game, and compare them to Jimmy Garoppolo's stats a year earlier, 
uh, against the Colts in a similar type downpour. Trey Lance's stats weren't really that worse. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo turned the ball over, I think, three times. Trey turned the ball over, I think, once. And so he really wasn't that bad. And think about this. His rookie season, his QB rating was 97.3. That's not bad, especially for a rookie. Now, how did he compare with the other rookie quarterbacks that year, that that vaunted 2021 draft? Well, Zach Wilson's QB rating was 69.7. That's terrible. Justin Fields' QB rating was 73.2. Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick, that year, his QB rating was 71.9. Now, Lawrence is developing into a really good quarterback, uh, but he got to play the whole season. He got to play his whole second season. Could Trey Lance have developed the same way? And so that's all I'm saying is that the kid needs a chance. And so I think that uh, what we've seen so far tells us that we can believe in him. And the fourth reason that we should still believe in Trey Lance is because Sam Darnold stinks. And so Sam Darnold is not going to beat out Trey Lance. I really don't believe that. Now, I have been wrong before, especially when it comes to the quarterback position on this team. I didn't think that Jimmy Garoppolo would be coming back. He did. I didn't think that Brock Purdy was going to do what he did, but he proved me wrong. And so I've been wrong before. I could be wrong this time, but I don't think Sam Darnold will beat out Trey Lance. And so because of that, I think that the 49ers are going to go into, uh, they're going to have Trey working all off season in training camp in preseason. I don't think that Brock Purdy is going to be ready in week, week one. Uh, I think it's probably going to be three or four weeks into the season, which means Trey's going to get, three to four games. That's my prediction. I could totally be wrong. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. And, and nobody knows until we see this summer how, how Brock Purdy's coming along when he finally starts to throw. So I think that if Trey Lance starts to get his opportunities, if he plays really well, then Brock Purdy's not going to be QB1 because Kyle Shanahan's going to go with the hot hand. Whether or not that happens, we'll see. So let's get back to this Albert Breer quote, because um, I, I I just read how how he talks about how Brock Purdy he believes that he's the guy, uh, that he's not there yet, but uh, but the 49ers are going to let this play out with Sam Darnold and Trey Lance. So here's what uh, here's what he said next: The Niners are working with a six to eight month return to play timetable on Purdy, with the idea being that the timeline should be more more concrete two to three months post up. So that puts us May 10th, June 10th, somewhere in that uh, in that time is when Brock Purdy should start throwing. That means by the summer break, San Francisco should know if it's getting Purdy back for opening day at some point midseason or somewhere in between. Okay, so Albert Breer is saying, that this summer, the 49ers going to have an idea of, are we going to get Brock Purdy back in week one? Is it going to be midway through the season? So like week eight, nine, whatever, or is it going to be somewhere around week four? And so that's what, what we, we all know that that's, that's been the discussion. We've talked about that. And so that is going to be the interesting thing, but 
last week I had uh, Steph Sanchez on here and she had interviewed Stefania Bell and Stefania Bell had a really interesting quote she, uh, about Brock Purdy. She said, it's not return to play, it's return to performance. So just because he's ready to go week one doesn't mean that he's going to be be thrown in there because if he's ready to play week one, that's different than he's ready to perform at week one. So he may be ready to play in week one, but he may not be ready to perform until week four. And so I think that that's an important quote, an important thing to remember. So let's get back to what Albert, Albert Breer said. Uh, he said, what the Niners know for certain now is that the on-field reps through spring will go to Lance and Darnold. They're hoping Lance will turn a corner, but with the roster they have and the presence of Purdy, they can no longer sacrifice in-season reps to facilitate his development as they planned last year. All right, so I'm I'm still with him here. He's saying that look, this roster is ready to win now. If they see through the spring, through the summer, through training camp, at the beginning of the season, that Trey's just not quite ready. He's not getting it. Then once the season starts, once they start getting into this, and they realize, hey, he's not ready. That uh, Albert Breer saying they're going to go with Sam Darnold if if. If Brock Purdy's not ready yet and Trey Lance hasn't shown that he's developing, then expect the 49ers to go with uh, Sam Darnold. Now listen to this. He said, meanwhile, there's some hope that Darnold, seen as a strong system fit, could turn a corner. As a rookie, Darnold played for Mike Shanahan protege Jeremy Bates and had his best year in a scheme built to make the quarterback play fast. So basically he's, you know, he's laying this out that, that trade Lance and Sam Darnold are going to split reps. If trade Lance turns the corner and shows that he's developing into who they hope him to be, then he's going to play again ahead of Sam Darnold. Uh, Now this, again, we're, we're saying that Brock Purdy's not ready yet. That's, that's, that's what we're saying. But if Trey Lance doesn't show that he's turning a corner and that he's developing like they want him to, it sounds like Albert Breer saying they're going to go with Sam Darnold. And he even went as far as to say that, that Sam Darnold played his rookie season for Jeremy Bates, who's a Mike Shanahan guy, and that he had his best season in that system, which would be similar to what Kyle Shanahan is wanting him to do. So. Either way, this is what Breer said, either way, one of those guys will really have to come on to move the Niners off Purdy, which should be taken as good news by the fan base. And so, yes, it is good news, but it's at the same time, it's scary news because we don't know who the quarterback is going to be. I mean, the 49ers are one of the teams predicted to compete for the Super Bowl. They have the best odds, along with the Chiefs, to win the Super Bowl. What were they projected to win like 11 and a half games, the same as the Chiefs? And that's and, and nobody even knows who their quarterback is going to be. Now, I assume those odds are based on Brock Purdy being the guy, but again, we don't know what's going to happen with that uh, with that elbow. So, in a nutshell, um Brock Purdy 
Nobody knows when he's going to be ready. And so in the meantime, Trey Lance, Sam Darnold are going to be duking it out to see who's going to be the guy. I think that it's going to be Trey Lance because I really believe in him. But if not, uh, Kyle Shanahan seems to really like Sam Darnold. So either way, both of these guys have the opportunity to show enough that even though the 49ers have labeled Brock Purdy QB1, it's possible that Sam Darnold or Trey Lance could impress enough and could win some games uh, while Purdy's out to make the 49ers go off of that and, and make Brock Purdy a backup quarterback. It's going to be really interesting to see, and I can't wait to see um, what happens. Thanks for joining me today. And uh, thanks for watching and for your continued support. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe, do all of that good stuff. And uh, everybody have a good week out there. I'll see you in a couple of days. Uh, Thursday uh, is when I'm going to have Evan Sowards on. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. He's, he's a cool guy. He's a fun follow on Twitter. So, uh, so we're going to have fun.